1: What's
2: up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, July 3rd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the New York Times
0: quoted at Tim Geddes. Let Tim host. Pleasure to be with you here today, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. today. A A Monday morning, okay? Yes. It's a Monday after a wedding that we were both at last night. Yeah. A Sunday wedding. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. And, you know, I could be feeling worse.
2: I was wondering how you are feeling.
0: Yeah. Because, of course, last night,
2: me and Jen, Irish goodbye, were quietly leaving. And, of course, Gia,
0: your lovely fiance, saw Mm -hmm. us and went, what are you doing? (laughs) They <laughs> were like, we're leaving. She's like, are you really leaving yeah. right
3: now? We're like, yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah.
0: It was really funny because uh, after that happened, she walked up to me. She's like, I thought if I walked with them all the way to the door, they would change their minds, and they did it. And I was like, oh no, places to go. People, you know, know how it is. is, there, oh, is yeah. For me, I love a good wedding.
2: Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Alex and Caitlin, of course. Fantastic mm-hmm. time there, of course. Yeah. Many people remember Alex from Up at Noon. They're popping up. That yep. was him. Yep. Um, a fantastic wedding. But I was having a conversation early in the night with 100 pence, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about quality time. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? And I kept bringing up like E3 and SGF, where I hate when I get into the auto. How was your show? When would you get in? Blah, blah, blah. Like, same thing. What's the best thing you've seen? And when the dance floor opened, Jen and I danced to one song. I, of course, hate dancing. And I was like, I'm good. So this is no longer there for me. I'm driving home, so drinking's no longer there for me. And the music was throughout the entire thing, and I can't hear anybody Mm -hmm. to begin with. So it's just like, what? And then Jen's like, I, I have a chance to see Ben if we leave. So I'm down. I'm like, oh, let's, let's, man, let's go to see Ben. You know what I mean? Before he's, uh, he's zonked or whatever. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a perfect time for us to go. Cause we had a great time. Oh, yeah. We had hours of fun before. him. Mm-hmm. How long did you stay? What time did you get out of there?
0: Oh, we stayed till the end till midnight, baby. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys went home to see Ben. Yeah. Me and hundred pence at some point were handed bubble guns. Yeah. That's and, uh, we were bubbling. on that dance floor, bubbling things up a plenty.
1: having Glad way too good. much of a blast. Yeah.
0: A couple weeks ago, I was talking to, to the audience out there, letting them know that I went to a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater cover band. You did, I remember, and it was her, a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah, but I went way too hard, yeah. jumping around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. feel the reverberations of that in Oof. my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah weeks yeah. later, last night did not help that. No, I am. No. I have like a shake going through all of my muscles right now, but you sure. know what? It was worth it. Leave it all on the dance floor. You everybody. gotta
2: get, you, know, you gotta get, you know, put it right next to Cool Greg's treadmill. Mm-hmm. Put in a DDR machine, I know. so
0: you get those skills back. Then you'd be through. it. Because yeah, what yeah. you're
2: feeling right now, the reverberations, are muscle soreness. Yes, because the muscles did something, they, they, and then yeah. you put them back on ice for mm-hmm. three weeks. Then you do something, and then it'll be a month and a, half, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I'm,
0: I'm not judging. Look at me. I'm a potato. I'm not here judging. I'm just letting you know. Oh, no. Hey, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. I have a lot of weddings this summer, so I think that, that might just be the, yeah, I think I have like six.
2: We got home uh, last night and ran into our neighbor, and she's a little bit older than us probably. Yeah, well, they've gr- grown kids, so she's older than us. I can say that, not offend her. Uh, and she was like, oh, you guys look so great. Well, yeah, we're coming back from wedding. She's like, oh, man, we haven't been to a wedding forever, but my husband's co-worker, he's getting work. I'm like, are we going? And she's excited about it. And I was like. Oh, yeah, I feel like I, we were on the way there. like What's the last wedding we went to? But COVID screwed all that yeah, up, so it doesn't up. even yeah. feel real of like how many it is. And I know we're, we're on the track to more weddings this year, Alex, uh, Imran. Like There's things happening out mm-hmm. there in the wedding landscape. But it is one of those like, oh, man, I feel like I am maybe getting to the sunset of, or if I've already maybe even gone through it, of the, the dry spell of yeah. weddings, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, they're everywhere, man. But it's going to be a good time. How long have you been engaged now? Many years. Many, many years. Interesting.
2: It's 2019. (laughs) Well, that is interesting. Just like the fact that PlayStation Mobile's losing another executive, Psychonauts 3 isn't coming anytime soon, and everything else in the video game landscape. We'll cover all that and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free by writing in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Of course, there you can ask us your questions about the day's news. You can squad up, and you can just be part of the show. If you want to be even more of a part of the show, though twitch.tv slash games, youtube.com slash games. you can watch us record the show just like Guy V is, Lakers head in JGR if you're watching live you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games and listening on podcast services around the globe however if you love kind of funny and all of our shenanigans why not head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny patreon.com slash kind of funny of course keeps the mics and lights on it keeps all 11 of us employed it keeps kind of funny independent on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily as a video as an mp3 ad free that's right no ads of course you'd support the show You'd have the ability to watch us record the other podcasts live as we record them a day early like this afternoon's Kind of Funny podcast. Of course, you could get a bevy of exclusives like Kind of Feudy, uh, the next-gen podcast, Greg Way, all there. 270-some episodes uh, right now that are exclusive to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, let alone the years of Patreon content we made before then. It's all up on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny for your award for saying, hey, Kind of Funny, we like you. We like you, too. If you want to go that extra mile, of course, you can use the epic game code. Kind of funny when you are checking out. It's our creator code. Uh, If you're playing on Fortnite, Rocket League, all that stuff on your consoles, you can use it there too. Wherever you can enter an epic code, use ours. Kind of funny. Fuck you, Fran. Housekeeping for you. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny review is up right now. YouTube.com slash funny And, of course, the in-review podcast services. Timothy, you were on this one. How did it fare?
0: Fantastic episode. Definitely yeah. should check this out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we go full spoilers, as we always do mm-hmm. on in-review. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to watch the movie uh, without being spoiled, maybe don't watch this uh, yet. But uh, if you're not, if, if you're kind of just on the fence of like, you know what? I don't care if you spoiled this about is it this. I think it's a good episode, and uh, I think it'll... It might get you a little more excited for Indiana how my, Jones how do, how Destiny. Do, how do my physical comedy bits play? Very well. Excellent. Very, very yes, well. Uh, yeah, two, I'm not going to spoil them. Bits.
2: There's two in there. There's mm-hmm. two in there for your perusal and enjoyment,
0: though. Yeah, but definitely go check that out. Indiana yeah. Jones and in Review. A rare blessing appearance on In Review. Right. Always exactly. pleasure.
2: Excited to have him there and excited to see it. Uh, tomorrow is American Independence Day, so we're taking the day off. No KFGD or stream until we're back on Wednesday. So if you are out of America and don't understand why there's no content tomorrow... There you go. There you go. It's because Freedom Ring. We let Freedom Ring over here. You know what I mean? Ring-a-ding-ding. Uh, next on this, Closing freedom. Time. Oh, Closing Time, and then Joey puts in parentheses, please sing the semi-sonic song. <sighs> closing Time. Oof, it's not really in my register. You sound good. Did I? Yeah. Okay, Barrett, hit it. <sighs> oh, God.
0: Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kinda Funny
2: Games Daily. This is your housekeeping. Let's get up. Let's get right. Let's have a great Monday. This is the start of your week. If you aren't in America, we are sorry we won't be here for you tomorrow. If you are in America, let freedom ring. Closing time. Open
3: all the doors and let you out into the world. Bear, can I get more volume? Closing time the lights on over every boy and every girl Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know to take me home I know who I want To take me home I know who I want To take me home Take me home Closing time Oh, it's still going <laughs> Time for you to go out To the places you will be from Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Yeah, I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home.
2: This is it right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily. This is what Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny allows us to do. You thought this housekeeping bit would just be a section of this song? Not this time, motherfucker.
3: We're all <laughs> in because this is what Kind of Funny does for you. Sure, you could go anywhere and get the news. Is Rebecca Valentine doing karaoke in the middle of the story? I freaking doubt it. Don't even get me started on Lucy James and Tamar sing Clowns. Jeff Grubb. More like Jeff Rub, Rub one out, never come back. You know what I mean? This is kind of funny games daily. The Supreme Court sucks, expanded, vote blue in every election. It's outrageous out there right now. Are you kidding me, man? Here we go. Closing time, time for you to go out to the places you will be from. I know. (laughs) To take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. I know who I want <laughs> to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Want to take me home? Take me home. Hi,
2: Ben. How are you? Am I a good daddy? (laughs) Good. I like to hear that I'm a good daddy. Uh, What's your favorite car?
3: Oh, okay. Closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end.
0: Greg Miller, everybody. You can go to (laughs) KaraFun.com. Have your own karaoke parties in the middle of your own new shows. On the RT
2: store. So BOGO, buy one, get one free with the code BONGOS through the end of the week. Remember, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash old store where you can close out all the old kind of funny merch. (laughs) We're just rolling into a different one. 100 days made me older. That's when I saw you pretty. All right, Bear, we can put up the old kind of. We can put the. Bear's (laughs) waving the mouse. The mouse died in the middle of it. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Over on Patreon, a new kind of funny next gen podcast is up where the crew debates whether or not they could land a plane, <laughs> could you do it? I heard this conversation not on the show, but yeah. the, the precipice when they were starting it. Yeah, yeah. Blessing has been obsessed with this. Obsessed
0: with the, with the prompt of if somebody, if you were on a plane, the pilot died, yeah. and somebody called you off the plane trying to tell you how to land the plane, could you do it? What's your answer? Yeah. Yeah?
2: I mean, I, I think when I've talked to Blessing about it, and, I, and this is obviously I've seen it on the TikToks too, where people are like, "Oh man, any any guy thinks they could do it." It's just the idea of like, it's just I've, it's happened many times. Yeah. And so then it's just like, did Thompson pl- did. We it. play enough. Vi- okay. We play enough video games. We do enough stuff where it's like, if you give me, I'm, I assume I'm gonna have a lot of time up there where they're like, hey, you know put in this, do that, autopilot that, and then here's what the rundown is going to be. Kind of like NASA. Mm-hmm. Click this thing, turn that thing, do this thing, and then they walk me through. Does I do it? I think I could do it.
0: Yeah, I'm 50-50 on it. I would definitely give it a shot. I wouldn't well, want you it to Well, you don't even drive me. your own car. You, let, you make Kevin drive your car. No, places. like there's some revisionist history going on with all this stuff. Do mm-hmm. I make Kevin drive my car, or does Kevin make himself drive my car?
2: You know? Or does Bruce Wayne make Alfred, Alfred do the dishes, or does Alfred love doing the dishes? You, I, you know? know,
0: I don't know. I don't know, but... You know, yeah. Every once in a while, <laughs> I'm like, I, I have to bite my tongue. I have to bite my tongue when it has to do with Kevin and Cars. And I'm going to bite my tongue right now, Craig. He has many of them.
2: Uh, oh, over our, our new Patreon, or not our new Patreon producer, our Patreon producer forever is Delaney Twining. Thank you for your support. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A
4: Baker's Dozen!
2: Ben, can you say number one? Number one? (laughs) Or was that just a no? I couldn't hear it. Okay, he doesn't want (laughs) to be. Number one on the Roper Report, PlayStation Mobile has lost another top executive. This Hmm. is Andy Robinson over at VGC. PlayStation's mobile division has lost another top executive weeks after confirmation of a change of leadership as reported by MobileGamer.biz. Mama. Mama's over there. You can go to her. Don't worry. You want to run to Mama? On your shoes.
0: It's on the move. It's on the move.
2: As reported by MobileGamer.biz. Oh, I guess, yeah, if you're an audio listener, I've been holding my son. <laughs> when there was like a baby voice in the middle of the karaoke version of
0: Closing Time. That was my child.
2: <laughs> as reported by mobilegamer.biz, Michael Katkoff, uh, who was the managing director of the recently acquired Savage Games Studios, has announced he's leaving the company less than a year after it was acquired by Sony. Quote, I'd like to believe I've done my fair part in taking the company from zero to one, he said on LinkedIn. Now, I'm eager to watch from the side as Najim and Mike take it from one to one hundred. In the same breath, I wish nothing uh, but the best to Oliver uh, Courtmarsh uh, and Chris Davis, who are leading PlayStation's charge onto mobile. Can't wait to play all the amazing games from all the fantastic developers, end quote. Although Savage is a relatively new studio established in 2020, it was co-founded by veteran game developers Katkoff, who's from Rovio and Zynga, uh, Najim Adjir, uh, Wargaming and Rovio, and Michael uh, McNanis uh, from Wargaming and Insomniac. Confirmation of Katkoff's exit comes just weeks after news of a leadership change at PlayStation Mobile. Nicola uh, Sebastini uh, was a high profile appointment when he joined in 2021, having previously led Apple Arcade. Over the past two years, SIE has quietly built a team of experienced mobile talent, hiring people from Apple, Kabam, Meta, Tencent, Super Evil, Megacorp, uh, that's a terrible name for anything <laughs> in the tech, uh, Samsung, Niantic, Zynga, Riot, and more. Speaking during a business briefing last year, SIE president Jim Ryan said the company expected half of its annual releases to be on PC and mobile by 2025. Timothy, yep. we are having movement on a thing that hasn't even come to full fruition. It reminds me a lot of that. That's New Moon Studios, where okay. we've seen a lot of turnover there already yeah, from leadership yeah, yeah. and things happening as they haven't even put out their game yet.
0: What do you read into it? I don't know. I mean, I think it's... Uh not necessarily a doom and gloom situation here, because yeah. I oh, yeah. feel like, especially with how they're talking about it here, about, like, the, the one to, 0 to 1, 1 to 100 thing. Like, this, and of course, people are, I mean, not of course. The fact that it is a positive exit, I think, is at least a good sign that it's not like, a, oh, man, I'm leaving this because it sucks or whatever, uh, which we do see a lot of as well. Um, I think that the, the PlayStation mobile offerings, they're in a, a tough spot where, like many of their other endeavors at this point, they need to get it right. And they've dabbled, and we've seen it before. Like, there's been PlayStation games on mobile, like, to some extent, or at least the IP. Um, but we haven't really seen the full four attempt at what we imagine they've been trying to do in the back end. Because we've been seeing them make these, these hires over the last couple of years. Comparing it to Nintendo, who went so hard with Super Mario Run uh, being at the, the Apple Showcase uh, mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. The way that they pushed that, trying something different with how games are monetized on mobile it not necessarily working um the way that they would have wanted it to i think uh but then to continue to see the success obviously pokemon go being a different uh, conversation but still in line with it of the ip being on mobile but then going through to things like fire emblem heroes and um i forget the name of the rpg um legalia or something like that um that were, sure. were big successes, like major successes financially for Nintendo. Um, some of the more predatory sides of the mobile um, side of things, but money was being made. Um, and I mean, if if I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Fire Emblem Heroes is still like a mega popular money maker um, for them on the back end. Which, of course, people are going to want that, right? Yeah. Mobile, huge space. We talk about it all the time. Of like, we I mean, just talked about this
2: last week. Yeah, for at length. And I, forget,
0: I think it was a blessing episode, or was it you and me? Uh, well, we talked about in the
2: antic a lot. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. It was the Neantic show, right? Where we were talking about like everyone trying to crack this and figure out what this does. And like the fact that, yes, for us in the hardcore space, console gaming and PC gaming, that's what gaming is. But for the rest of the world, mobile is such a huge deal. And everyone is still trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So, in the same way, you see so much talk of cloud gaming and, you know, passes and everything else. Mobile is still a huge part for all of these companies. It was talked about. Uh, Xbox Game Pass out of the documents in the FTC lawsuit, right, of them trying to figure out how to do a Xbox Game Pass mobile that yeah. would actually be native mobile games.
0: Which would be huge, Yeah. right? Um, yeah, the PlayStation side of things, I think that there's a lot of potential here, and I, I, I think the important thing for people to know is that it's not in place of other games. This is an addition to, and it is about cracking that code of how do you take PlayStation IP and make them worthwhile experiences on mobile for people that either enhance it and just give more for the people that play games on PS5 every day, but also to get people that don't play games that way to know these characters and care about these characters so that when Last of Us comes out on HBO, it has even more of like an understanding and PlayStation has more of like a market dominance across multiple markets. So anyways, I'm saying a lot of the background stuff here. I don't think this is necessarily bad news. I think that this is just par for the course of how these things go. Um, The fact that they're not totally giving up on it, I think is like a better way to look at this as opposed to like him. So
2: let's job the other way from it, Mm -hmm. right? Where again, I know nothing beyond what we've read here. And like, I'm, you know, even that I remember us not rolling our eyes, but hey, we're doing PlayStation Mobile, and I've talked before, like, this is The Matrix, where I remember being in the fucking audience at E3 one year, and they're like, we're doing PlayStation Mobile, and then it, you know, did its thing and puttered it out and did yeah. what it wanted to be. But so as you look around, right, like, it is the idea that the way this was launched right i'm over on mobilegamer.biz from december 6th 2022 and they're right they're like meet playstation mobile a super team hired from apple kabam meta Tencent, and more and nicola nicola uh, sebastiani right is the first name that's in there that's mentioned for being there and stuff like that and then of course you jump over to uh i'm on gamesindustry.biz now right and that's june 19th 2023 uh playstation mobile head departs this is the story about nicola uh sebastiani leaving right and it's being the fact of like you know uh, to pursue new a new undisclosed opportunity. Whenever anybody leaves a company, you take it, you get the press release, we wish them well, I'm going after this new opportunity, blah, blah, blah. We've been on the other side of that, both where maybe we're working somewhere or it's the fact that we know the real story and it gets that nice little package thing so it isn't it. I think it, we don't know what this is. This is a fucking coin flip right now of, yep. yeah, totally. They came in, they did this thing, another opportunity came along. It's That's the other thing too, Where I, I and I'm talking a little bit out of my ass here, but I do feel when you get into the Apple, Google tech space, yeah. so much of that is moving to the next opportunity. Totally. You do it's one different. thing to do the thing, to move the thing, to do the thing. You, and you get in there and you do the work to build the foundation, yada, yada, yada. That's all true, that they could be doing the foundation, they could be done with the thing, a better opportunity came along, people are still there, blah, blah, blah. But there is that other part of it, like, well, what is there writing on the wall? Is there the idea of, uh, that something's been said in a meeting or you're trying to get the resources you think you need to lead your team to make PlayStation Mobile a thing and PlayStation is saying, no, that's really not it. And so you're there going, well, this isn't what I signed up for at
0: all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's probably the most likely outcome of this, uh, Just, but that's just because we know how games work. We know how the mobile space works. And I feel like with that... Looking at Apple Arcade, even like Apple Arcade in theory should have been end game for mobile gaming. Like, Hey, there's going to be sure. money put into this. Sure. It makes sense. We're making it easy to be able to promote high quality games for, for people in one place on your iPhone that so many people have. And it's just going to be this nice clean thing that, Oh, you buy an iPhone, you get this free trial three months for, you get the Apple music, you get Apple yeah. arcade, you get all this other stuff and promoting it that way and talking about that way, giving it that platform makes gaming more important than Oh hey, there's just a bazillion games on on a store. Like, where do? You, there's no curation. Yeah. That curation plus the uh, relatively like the, the value of the the price tag associated, especially with the amount of free trials and all that stuff, that was like the best swing effort at making real mobile games a thing to gamers. And I don't feel like it did that. Right. When we yeah. look, yeah, yeah, yeah. we we we've heard of many success stories um, from different teams that that work on on games on Apple Arcade, but I think Have overall. We? I, I mean, I feel like in terms of them making money. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, I mean, oh, getting paid by Apple? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but then it, it feels like everyone's rushing to get off at the moment the exclusivity deals, and boom, they're, they're on PlayStation, they're on Xbox, they're uh, Oh, yeah, ev- for sure, for right? sure, for sure. Well, and, that's just that's smart just business, at this time. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so that's not necessarily saying there's a, there's a problem there, but we haven't heard about Apple Arcade in three years.
2: I get press releases all the time. We keep put them in the new dates and none of it moves the needle. None exactly. Of care. So no, just like, oh, that's that, and
0: thing. that I think is the thing is like, they tried the thing they tried really hard. And like, in my opinion, like they kind of, that was the best effort they possibly could have done. It just doesn't work that way. That the, the market isn't looking for that. And I think on the PlayStation side, if they're not looking for that, then what are they looking for? And that is where I think you get caught at that crossroads of like, what for people like us, uh-huh. Like again, I've I've been playing mobile games more than ever at this point where I'm playing Marvel Snap still daily, playing Pokemon Go daily. I want to play PlayStation games on my phone. I don't know what I want though. I have no idea what I want.
2: PlayStation boss Jim Ryan said in May, quote, PlayStation has a huge catalog of diverse first party IP that can transition to smartphone gaming and competent no, I'm sorry, and complement our AAA games or live service games. We're exploring the mobile market with uh, some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. Uh, I mean, we can. I, this is from the uh, Mobilegamer.biz article. Who oh, I think I said who was wrote it? Neil Long. Because now I'm actually reading from it. Neil, great work. This is the older one. Uh, this is his last few paragraphs, right? Because he said that, and then he goes. So let's finish on some speculation, shall we? Remember, NetEase invested over 100 million dollars in Bungie in 2019, and PlayStation bought Bungie earlier this year. Savage Game Studios, who, who, again, this article I'm reading from the game, or is it the old one, right? This is the uh, thing that we're talking about right now, the Savage gamer, Game person leaving. Uh, savage Game Studios has been working on a shooter, too, a game later described as a AAA li- mobile live service action game when it was acquired by PlayStation this summer. A new, this is all speculation, a new standalone mobile edition of Destiny would be a landmark moment, wouldn't it? Some rumors point to be it, being, it being in production at NetEase right now, in fact. Whatever happens, PlayStation is getting ready to do mobile properly this time. As Jim Ryan would say, stay tuned.
0: I mean, that, I think, is a, a very interesting side of this, where there is the Call of Duty mobiles, right? There are massive moneymakers in the same way the Call of Duty is pretty much anywhere that it is. But that game is different than what we think of as traditional mobile games. That's more of just a console game on mobile right yeah and I, I think that that's and a, i don't think
2: that's the right w- way
0: like i mean well it could be and i think that d- this destiny idea like definitely could be it's just we're not the audience for that but there's a huge audience for that with call of duty mobile making as much money as it that's does that's a great point you know that's a really good point point. and yeah. I, so that's that's the thing where it's like i do feel you expect like the, the, the division right though to do anything on mobile resurgence no but i think that that's even that's different though i think destiny could Okay. Like, I and that—that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what I want, and I don't want Destiny, but I do want Destiny on mobile for the people that would want that. Yeah. Because I I feel like that—that makes sense when you look at PlayStation's live service plan that they seem to have, the strategy that they're—they're building towards. Like, you want to be in as many platforms as possible, and mobile. There's millions of those totally. out there, like totally. so many of them. So you're going to want that, especially as we get more and more into this cloud future, cloud present, whatever it is, um, where, again, not every single person has Internet, yep. but a lot of people do. Yep. So those, those are all people you can make a lot of money from. And it's when you have your credit card and everything tied into your accounts, it makes it easier than ever totally. to just Apple pay, pay, click pay, click pay, click pay click right? Click so I can see them wanting to do that. What does that actually look like? Is destiny coming? I'd be surprised about that. But also, I think that is the best possible answer of what PlayStation can do on mobile, for it to make sense. But treat it like a core game. Don't treat it like, oh, it's a mobile version of this game.
2: Sure, of course, yeah, yeah. And but and that's just the this thing's so fi- tough to figure out, and that's why people fail so much at it. Of like, what does the mobile gamer want? How can you get the console gamers to actually use the mobile and be, be advice This is not just an Uncharted endless
0: runner. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I feel like we've, we're past that era. Of yeah, 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 like, yeah. And there's no, no hate on that. I love some of those. Like, I think Sega's actually a really good example of a traditional gaming company that makes mobile experiences that are well-suited to their IP. And they do it in multiple different ways, whether it is a Sonic the Hedgehog Endless Runner that's really good. Um, and I can stop you right there. Apparently,
2: there. mobile game expert Nick Scarpino has uh-huh. come in waving his hand. Sorry, guys.
0: Breaking news. Your son refuses to say my name. He just won't say it.
2: (laughs) He calls. He calls from tc Uncle Tim. Yeah. He even calls Raj Uncle Raj. Yeah. And then when I said, "Can you say
0: Uncle Nick?" He goes, "No." I refuse to
2: raising him right. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? You know what I mean? (laughs) This jacket's a vibe. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys haven't seen the back yet.
2: Uh, If you're an audio listener, we're wearing a second two jacket here, Tim. Is a chalk line jacket. looks great. Looks great.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot.
2: It is a lot. And so is PlayStation Mobile. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what comes from this, what they do with this. I want, yeah, you see these departures, and is that canary in the coal mine? Is it that, you know, they've already changed course? That's my, my again, with the Matrix analogy of just reliving the same cycle over yeah. and over again, like, that's my big concern about this, is that you feel at some level, there to make this work, you have to make such an investment in it. And I think when you talk about stuff like that, you start talking about PlayStation Move, you start talking about get out of PlayStation. You start talking about Google Stadia. You start talking about things that mm-hmm. companies enter into with the best intentions and the hope and the knowledge that there there is money in those hills. Oh yeah, we could go if we can crack this. We can go do it. And you know, we talk about the articles I keep reading from over here, right? Mobilegamer.biz uh, Neil Long's article from December 2022 begins: Over the past 18 months, PlayStation has quietly been experiencing. Eighteen months from December twenty twenty two. That was a different world. Oh yeah, the the economic headwinds we keep hearing about that keep leading to layoffs, smaller teams, and tightening of the budgets and the belts and yada yada. Like when you start to stretch for something like mobile gaming, this is this is one of the first things I would think that okay, well we're slashing those budgets and cutting those projects and like let's do and then it's like if I'm one of these superstars of mobile gaming I'm like oh fuck off then i'm not doing
0: this you know what yeah.
2: i mean like i'm not gonna sit here and not do anything
0: absolutely having said that i do think it requires these failures to actually get somewhere that works
2: I'm i 100 with you I, I just wish the failures got to fruition oh yeah oh I yeah killing you sure. in the
0: crib before you get the chance to do something absolutely yeah i just think back to uh the 360 era where limbo came out and it was this downloadable title and it was like man this feels weird such a high quality game but like it's not a real game can this be eligible for our game of the year? And now look where we're at. And I know that it's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but sure. I do just think, like, it takes people taking swings and, like, making some mistakes sometimes. Like, just look at the history of downloadable content uh, from Horse Armor and all of that. Like, yeah, Prince yeah. of Persia, um, I forget the name of it. it Prince of Persia, 2008, literally not having an ending because they made you pay for DLC to get the ending of that game just to where right. we're at now, right? Yeah. Things just evolve and change. And I think that when it comes to cloud gaming in particular, like Google tried, man, they didn't succeed, but they did push the tech forward. And they did get to a place where now, you know, Microsoft and xCloud specifically are able to be as successful as they are, which is very, you know, Um, and I think on the mobile side, like we've seen so many success stories that it's like, again, the fact that it's 2023, and when we talk about mobile games, we have to give the caveats of what exactly we're talking about because sure. mobile games are not just Temple Run and uh, Subway Surfers and things like that anymore. In fact, in a lot of ways, they aren't. Jetpack Joyride. Uh, Jetpack Joyride. Ghostbusters uh, Crossover is happening again. Yeah. Subway, uh, Subway Surfers, I think is Yeah, yeah the Subway name Surfers, of it. yeah. It's kind gone. of my best friend. It's done. What's done? I didn't know that. Like, as of, like, two weeks ago. Like, oh, wow. They, yeah, they announced it, like, it's it's over. And it's like, yeah, that era's done. Like, people yeah. are playing legit Call of Duty on their phones. And yeah, of course. Going back to what yeah, I was yeah. saying about the Sega thing, it's like, in addition to the more old-school traditional uh, mobile games, they also took their original classic Sonic games, like Sonic 1 and 2, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, hey, here's just the, the game you know and love on mobile. And up until recently, it was the definitive version of Sonic 1 and 2, the only place that you could, like, get it in widescreen and, like, as good as it was, and... They're trying, and they're doing stuff that I think is very valuable to, the, um, to pushing mobile games forward and showing that, like, hey, traditional games can work here as well. Um, but again, I, I'm with you. That like, How I did, don't the, Sonic, how did the
2: traditional Sonics do on mobile, though, would be one of my questions. And I know you don't, I'm not ex- expecting you I, have number numbers.
0: I don't know, but, I mean, I bought them. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, like, the, otherwise. But, like, I feel like with the amount Sega clearly is investing in mobile, the amount of updates they have, it must be working. Sure, that's a great point too. There's constantly updates for all of the Sonic games on um, on mobile, and like even Sonic, like the original, the Genesis games, they've had like four different looks and forms on mobile because like they update it as smartphone tech progresses. And I just think that where we're at with smartphone tech allows again a Destiny. I'm not surprised if that happened. I believe it. I believe it could run and be great and be a real experience, not just like a Destiny Lite.
2: Well, yeah, if and that's the whole thing is you couldn't do that. De- I don't, you, it has to be destiny. Mm-hmm. Even if that, mean like, it could be the dream that the Vita, God rest his fucking soul, yeah. had of like, oh, you're going to take your Madden save on the go, your show save on the go. And it won't, it doesn't need to be the full featured thing, but it can be at least go through and play your thing and, you know, have the same save and exist in that same ecosystem. And to your point of like what cloud gaming slash remote play is, obviously mm-hmm. this PlayStation chases that with Project Q, like, that's the future if you want that kind of thing. You want it all to be dialed into the same thing, it, 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 like, similar to cross progression with uh, Diablo 4. Yeah. Right? And put it on Xbox, put on all of it, and just jump and play and do all the same thing with my uh, Blizzard account, right? Like, that's what you want. And will that be what PlayStation's building? Will it just be Sackboy's big adventures? Is Sackboy, and uh, they already did it, the Sackboy mobile game or whatever. I don't know. Uh, one quick, you're wrong before we got out of here. We asked. Dante the clerk writes in, great name, by the way. And it says, the mobile game was Dragalia Lost which I can't pronounce, of course, which is now closed. It was surprisingly fun, like a Nintendo Diablo. Yeah. There you go. There you go. We, of course, will keep our eyes peeled for PlayStation Mobile. But number two on the Roper Report is bad news, Barrett. I'm sorry. Barrett, I got some bad news for you. no. Psychonauts 3 isn't coming anytime soon. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Fans hoping for a Psychonauts 3 reveal shouldn't get their hopes up as franchise creator and Double Fine Productions founder Tim Schaefer has said it's not being worked on at the moment. Schaefer told Cressup on YouTube that Double Fine is currently in a closed-door stage that isn't ready to talk about what it's working on. But he personally isn't working on a sequel to 2021's Psychonauts 2. 2021. Time. Yeah. Ha- uh, quote. I almost said hashtag. Wow quote i'm not working on psychonauts 3 he said plainly we're kind of we're kind of at willy wonka closed door phase uh, but soon we could open and cause a lot of harm to the children just like willy wonka god damn it uh, this comes despite uh what many thought was an obvious psychonauts 3 tease ahead of x uh, the 2023 xbox game showcase though schaefer insisted he didn't see it a microsoft twitter account shared a tic tac toe board that spelled out Psycho outside of the three crosses. Uh, Many put this together to tease Psychonauts 3, but the Xbox Game Showcase came and went with no reveal.
0: Yeah. Not surprised.
2: I am... You know, obviously, we are in the tank for Double Fine. We love Double Fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've been good to us. They're San Francisco-based. Tim's been good to me since uh, up at noon, even before that, just being at IGN. So in general, anytime they're doing anything, I'm excited for them, and I wish them the best. I'm very, very, very excited for this next game because this will be the first one right from inception that's been under the Xbox banner. Yeah. That has been with, hey. Important. Cool. We have a, you have a parent company, and not not in the bad ways, in the ways of like just make a cool game. Mm-hmm. There isn't a rush to make something to, to to make sure you can afford your rent, to make sure you can afford your payroll, to make sure you can take care of healthcare. This is just making something, and what is it? It's approved, and let's go, and, or whatever they're, where they're at with the Willy Wonka phasing of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's so so important, specifically for Double Fine, because they're a a known quantity, they're a proven entity, they make fun, creative video games, and people love them. Yeah. Right. And um, they're also outside-the-box thinkers. Like, we look at – when I, I think about Double Fine, like, I think about them making documentaries, yep, right, about yep, the process yep. of making games. I think about them using uh, Kickstarter <laughs> to, to make a game and then get doing it, <laughs> you and know? Like, Fortnite, like, like where yeah. they
4: take two weeks off of a, of a big project to let, uh, you know, like – other projects come to fruition and, and try out other things, you know?
0: So exactly supporting all the, the, the many d- different things that they do with the, uh, like the mix and things like that, like those type of, uh, events of how much they always show up for Indies and day of the devs, all that stuff. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's also just them having like the creative talents that, that team has and allowing them to just do that. And I feel like that's not that common in, in the game space. And oh, especially, no, yeah. For like they're that rare, you know, whether you want to say the double AA, A, triple A, whatever it is, like whatever they are is unique and special. And that's why Microsoft acquired them. I, I mean, clearly, when you look at all the teams that Microsoft's acquired, I think Double Fine stands out in a, in a, in a very special way that I think fills out the Xbox um, lineup. In a great way, and I, everything you're talking about, about having the funding there, it's like, and then oh, the FIG even it was the other thing I wanted to bring up. but like sure. they, they ended up sure, making sure, their sure, own sure. Um, crowdfunding type thing to be able to support games that way. Um, but I think that uh, having the backing of Microsoft that we don't know all the intricate details. We learned a lot in the last week. But um, <laughs> I, I would like to believe that Double Fine are one of the more well-set-up teams where They can just kind of come in, and it is literally just the funding that they're allowed to just, what do you want to do? Cool, we're going to help you do that. You don't need to worry about all those other aspects now. Just worry about this. Whereas I feel like a lot of the other teams at Xbox would probably need a little bit more onboarding uh, when it comes to being part of the Xbox family, and especially them being this deep into it, having released games on multi-platform. What is the first ground up? Hey, we're doing this. and We don't need to worry about the funding and all that stuff game.
2: I think, you know, the best way to put it, and you've, you've gone around it, and I know you've, you've searched for the words for it, is I th- I, would str- I would say that even when they were independent, Double Fine are true artists. Yes. And I don't mean it in a hoity-toity way. I just mean it in the way of, like, let's make cool shit. They're very media molecule in a way. They yeah. are Xbox's oh, yeah. media molecule, right? But it's that idea that I think, you know, now rather than be media molecule has been with playstation for so long now you're with xbox for the first time and what does it look like to have your dreams funded to have this ability to go make whatever you want to make assumedly i know obviously phil spencer would have to approve the idea and yada yada yada. but you know what i mean of Mm -hmm. like cool we have to worry about anything what do we want to do and what what big game do we want to make i would argue that they are a double a studio In the past, they're an indie double A. You know, even if you wanted to get into that, they were the triple I, which is something that's gone around a Mm -hmm. lot for independent developers, right? I would think this next game is a step above what they've done before just because of budgets and and help and like Mm -hmm. the ability to lean on Xbox for support or not, you know, not only HR stuff, but just game backend stuff. So I'm super excited to see what that looks like and what that ends up being. Dude, totally. And like Jack Black will be in it.
0: When it it comes to Double Fine, it could be anything. Like to try to guess what type of game it would be would be silly, but I. I'm leaning towards it being a 3D platformer of some type, and I feel like Xbox could use those. And I think that especially with Game Pass, there's so much potential wins for their next game, yeah, uh, to a level that potentially they've never seen before. And like they've had major successes, but I think that the next one, it could be a all hands on deck, all eyes on this like big Xbox showcase title. So here's a
2: question I have for you: Then, would you think that Xbox is turned to them with an IP?
0: I mean, that's the thing, is I, I don't think that's out of the question. I, I feel like Double Fine wants to make IP. They want to make their new thing. Yeah, 100%. They want again, to make, they're the artists. They're the they artists. want to have so, the original idea. But I look back at that, that.
2: Remember that Sesame Street Connect game they did? Yeah, no. Which totally. you might try to laugh me out of the room was great. It was yeah. awesome. No. It was great. And again, for sure. it was art of like, yo, there's this cool thing. Let's make something for kids because we have kids now. We like making kids' stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like just using someone's IP does not mean that you're creatively like, lost right? Sure. Like you can make, oh, no, no, make no, your no. own thing. Look at Insomia. Imagine a, a banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Look at it. That's a great mm-hmm. example, but like a double fine banjo Kazooie, I think could be awesome, but also it could just be a double fine new thing. Yeah. And that could be equally awesome. However, we all know that IP sells things. And if this one is going to be the biggest success they've had, they have a lot of fun things to play with over on the Xbox side of things. There's a lot of IP there that I think could be perfectly translated to any creative idea that they have. So I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I, I do think that they would push to do their own thing because they, they that's what they do.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be excited to see what the new thing is when we get there, but we're not there. Instead, you're here, but why not go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Of course, you can get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free. You can watch us record the podcast live as we record them a whole day early before they go anywhere else like the Kind of Funny podcast this afternoon. <laughs> And of course, you get hundreds of exclusive episodes of content only on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com
0: slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price shady rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break a pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no question asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Shady Rays Independence Day sale is live right now. You can go to ShadyRays.com and get up to 50% off single pairs of sunglasses. You can try for yourself the Shades rated 5 stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's ShadyRays.com
3: Brought to you by The Real Cost
2: and the FDA. And we're back with number three on the Roper Report. Overwatch 2 won't get new story missions for multiple seasons after Invasion. This is Anthony Wood at IGN.com. Overwatch 2 likely won't get any further story missions for at least the next two seasons following the launch of Season 6, Invasion. According to the game's executive producer, Jared Noose. I don't want to say that. You think that's a noose? Noose? I'm gonna yeah. say Noose. Uh, yeah, we, Seuss. Man, well guess Ness. Seuss. Maybe it's ge well, well it's not like, Dr. Seuss. Is that how Seuss spells his name? I don't know mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss spells it. It is. You put a G. No, you're right. A- okay, Seuss. Good news. Uh, don't expect the next round of story missions in the next season and the season after that or anything like that, commented Noose during a uh, recent Twitch appearance alongside alongside streamer Emong, uh, reported by Games Radar. Quote, it is very much like trying to find that balance between getting story missions in front of the players quickly because we love so- story stuff and giving ourselves enough time to make changes or add features, end quote. Uh, News uh, revealed during a separate Twitch stream in May earlier this year that Blizzard had outright cancelled Overwatch 2's highly anticipated PvE hero mode, much to the chagrin of the series' many fans. Uh, The move was particularly frustrating as some players viewed the addition of PvE elements as a key difference between Overwatch 2 and its 2016 predecessor. Instead, Blizzard said it would focus on the release of story missions, which according to Overwatch 2 director Aaron Keller, quote, take place on huge maps with new enemies uh, while featuring fast paced co-op gameplay along with cutscenes and story cinematics. However, the community was further incensed when it was revealed players would have to buy a $15 content bundle in order to partake in the upcoming story missions. Overwatch 2's next story missions are due to release as part of the upcoming 6th season of the team-based shooter titled Invasion, which is set to land on August 10th. However, judging by news wording, uh, it seems likely or unlikely that Blizzard will release any more story missions in 2023. How is it that every Overwatch story sounds worse and worse and worse and worse? And
0: worse? It's wild, man. Like they, they just fumbled it so bad with like having one of the the biggest new breakout IPs that we've seen in years. Like yeah. maybe, I mean, honestly, probably like the biggest, or at least like top five biggest new IP um, that we've had in so damn long. And then for the second game to come out and it just not hit right. The thing is, people are still playing. It. Like yeah it's, it's oh, like yeah. We, we we see the numbers all the time, and it's like it reminds me a lot of the xbox conversation um that we we constantly have, but we we've been getting a lot more of the numbers recently, and it's like, all right, cool um the Xbox is losing right now. they're still selling more than they were during the three sixty, which was their biggest generation. so it's like, who's really losing here? Mm-hmm. Games have just kind of like gotten so big, so looking at overwatch two as is it a success is it not a success? I think that it's not a success just in the sense of. The conversation around it is kind of dulled, and if anything, negative. Um, even it, though it, gave it the way is goodwill.
2: You know yeah. what I mean? It was that thing of I remember when it went, when Lucy was living with us, right? Uh, and it was that that was like appointment thing for her and her friends that they would I think Saturdays they would they would get in there and play Overwatch for hours. And I remember that being a thing for Andy for a long time, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch maybe in Bless, yeah, right, yeah. where it was like people weren't only obsessed with it, but we talk all the time about games as a service and how you can only play so many. And what's the and people were it making time for that. Total, they were making time for that over a consistent basis, over long stretches, like it wasn't something you were doing just for a month. You were in if you were in. Hyper New Heroes, them, all of that. Totally have gambled that all the way with Overwatch 2 is insane.
0: It is. And you, you look at Activision as a whole and it's just, it's bizarre. It's weird. And like the amount of... Bad calls they've made from a gamer's perspective. Like, I don't even need to get all the way into all the... I mean, like, it all Paradise starts Vision. when they pass on
2: Ghostbusters. We remember.
0: Yeah, we'll never forget that. We right? to, it's
2: not annual. What are we talking about, Bobby?
0: But it's weird to think about Activision for the last 10 years or so, where, like, they used to have E3 presentations. They weren't, like, big, sh- like, press conferencey type things. But, like, they would be at E3 in a major way. and like, Go to the hangar and show stuff. It yeah. felt like a presence, you know? Yeah. And then over time, they kind of just, like... It was just Call of Duty, and it, everything became more and more just Call of Duty. And then there was the Blizzard side, and I feel like Blizzard's like made a lot of bad calls recently. Of course, we got Diablo Four,
2: yeah. right? So it's like not- I would say they made bad calls. You know, obviously with the whole Blitz Chung stuff and, yeah. and Free Hong Kong, which of course Free Hong Kong. Uh, but it was that idea of leading into that, and then obviously the whole toxic culture and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it felt like by the time we got to Diablo, the mea culpas had happened. The, you know, the apologies had been put up. Yada yada yada.
0: Yeah. It's just with Nothing all of that, that takes away
2: from obviously the horrible shit. they've.
0: Yeah, done, no. Like. And then it's just it's a lot of like absolutely horrible shit. And then there's also just a lot of stuff that just seems like bad business decisions or not good dis- business decisions, bad like, human decisions, human decisions, or like, or like, I don't, I don't even want to go that far for it. We're talking about multiple things here. So we're talking about like, bad
2: PR decisions yes, versus bad bottom line. All or that good stuff. bottom. But bottom line I mean, decisions.
0: I'm talking just making every one of these unique, talented teams, a call of duty support team. Like, that decision sucks for the gamers out there. I guess it's good for Call of Duty gamers, but, like, that's a different conversation. We now look at this stuff with the Xbox acquisition. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? They're not allowed to change their plans and stuff. I feel like we're kind of caught in that, and that's why a lot of this shit is weird as well. Sure. Like, they they just got to go about business as usual, even if that usual business is a bunch of weird decisions. But I hope that they can turn Overwatch around to be a major success again. I just don't know that that's possible. And I think that in a world where, like you were saying, in the order. games as a service, live service games, like there can only be one for people. Yeah. Um. I feel like the a lot of people have moved on from Overwatch and they're not going to go back.
2: Sure. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I mean, I'm not an Overwatch player, but that would definitely seem the sentiment, right? Where I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, the one new thing you were going to do, you're not doing anymore. So why do we care? Why wasn't? Why did you put a two on this? Why did you do all these different decisions for it? Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe it'll reinvigorate the audience at some point. And if so, you'll hear about it here on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Number four. Nintendo is closing its subscription service for Switch repairs after one year. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Nintendo is closing its subscription service for Switch repairs in Japan after just a year. Priced at 200 yen per month or 2000 yen per year, Wide Care launched last summer billed as a flat rate repair warranty service that can be subscribed to at any time. However, as spotted by Perfectly Nintendo, the platform holder will no longer be accepting new subscriptions or contract renewals from August 31st, 2023. Products covered by the Wide Care I'm sorry, products covered by Wide Care include Switch and Switch Lite consoles, Joy-Con controllers, the Switch Dock, and AC adapters. In addition to natural breakdowns, water damage and accidental d- damage are covered. Uh, Nintendo never announced plans to launch the service outside of Japan. The company recently reported a slowdown in Switch sales, by suggested, uh, but suggested no new hardware would launch before April 2024, by which time the current console will have entered its eighth year on the market. Following Nintendo's sales updates, uh, Nikkei Asia uh, claimed to have been informed by a source close to the company that work on the next console appeared to be going smoothly.
0: This is all weird. Like, okay. I don't know, even know why this is a necessary service to begin with. And it, it, Just Apple care, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But for a Switch, like, that's, I don't know. It just seems. People are dropping them in Japan left and right. Yeah, like, yeah water damage know. left and know. This, right. this shit always drops me the wrong way because it really just feels like it's taking advantage of people. I went off of my whole fucking GameStop um, diatribe a couple months ago. But, like, I, I was incensed. Incensed? Incensed. Have- incensed. Incensed. Incensed, Greg. Yeah. Uh, that they that I saw somebody in front of me be buy a video game and then be like, do you want to buy the protection plan in case the disc doesn't work? Literally go fuck yourself. Like yeah. that is, it's bad. It's disgusting bullshit that they're doing. This isn't disgusting bullshit necessarily, but it also just feels like I really don't know how necessary this is. And I feel like, for I mean, it's like a lot of insurance, right? Like that's just how that goes. But something about this feels scummy to me and I just don't like it.
2: I think again, like, there's different use cases, and I mean, they're ending it, so clearly it's not getting enough support, so people saw through it or whatever, but you figure, especially when you want to talk about Apple Care for your phone, you talk about this, how many parents are buying a Switch? You know what I mean? You're buying your kid. I'm buying Ben a Switch light. I know his hands are always filthy, covered in banana or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? Or he's going to drop it or spills water on it or do whatever. Maybe that's the idea behind it. But, but again, what I think you're doing there is taking advantage of parents at the register yeah. who are like, oh, sure, toss it on the phone. I guess so, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. fifty a month, that's not bad, but yeah. it's like, I don't know. What are you actually getting for it? I, I just don't believe. I want to know the actual use cases for this of like, does, okay, it covers water damage. Does it cover banana damage? Or is there some shit where it's like, no, no, it yeah, actually yeah, doesn't course. cover yeah. any of the things you're actually going to fucking use this thing for. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, but hey, it's not happening anymore. There Rest we go. Rest in peace. Um, I, I saw somebody in the chat saying, do you think that this is because they're gearing up for the next system? I don't think so. Like, I think that this new system is coming eventually, apparently. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that for sure. But I don't think that this is related to that at all
2: okay well then number five on the roper report uh, jujutsu kaisen game has been announced by our at a bandai namco showcase this is adam bankhurst at ign.com hi ben Uh, uh jujutsu kaisen cursed clash a brand new 2v2 action game was announced at the bandai namco summer showcase 2023 uh this new game which will be the first Jujutsu? Is it Juju Kaisen? Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen? Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. Thank you. Uh, a game to appear on consoles will be released in the future on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, and PC via Steam. Really
4: uh, quick, I just want to give you the credit. You like you got really close closer than I would have thought the trying, first man. time. Trying and then you just you were getting further away. But I'm proud of you that first
2: time. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate. Everybody knows I try. You know yeah. I'm not good at it, but I try. Uh, Alright, uh, we weren't given a ton of details uh, beyond a gameplay trailer that you're watching right now if you're watching with us uh, but the footage shown oh god did sh- feature uh, fan favorite characters like Yuji Itadori, Nobara it. Kugisaki uh, no, no, uh, Kugisaki uh, Megumi Fushiguro and Satoru Gojo oh man the Gojo deal the Gojo Empire, oh, the Gojo Empire. Uh, it was later revealed that players will relive much much of Jujutsu? No, no. Ju... Jutsu. What? Jujutsu. Jujutsu. Kaisen's story, which sees Itadori and other characters working together to, quote, defend humanity against monsters known as curses in modern-day Japan, end quote. There will be over 15 fighters to choose from, and the choice of who you put together will be an important one. This is because there will be a powerful tag... There will be powerful tag-team attacks and combos, and certain character combinations will have, quote, unique synergies and power dynamics, end quote.
0: I don't think I'll ever get over... Seeing like cell shaded games and seeing how so much that they've advanced. Yeah. Like I mean, I remember, you
2: remember when that Afro Samurai game oh, dropped? That true. was we were all
0: like, "Wow!" I mean, the even hell? before then, like I remember Simpsons Wrestling on PS One, sure, and it was being like, sure, sure, "Dang sure, sure, man, sure. they did it!" And then it's like you look at that now, I'm like, "Oh, they did not do they did it, not do
3: it." Uh, but but uh,
0: <laughs> Auto Modelista, shout out to Auto Modelista, Barrett. If you could pull that up on YouTube, I'd appreciate it. A U T O. Next word, model,ista. <laughs> Uh, but do you remember that one? No. It was like one of the big deal cell shaded games. It was a racing game on the PS2 era. What was it called? Auto Modelista. We're looking, um, for, it. We're looking for it. Anyways, it's, it's a beautiful game. And like seeing it up uh, uh allegedly um, in ways uh, into like 4K. It's It's a stunner. Like It's beautiful, and I just feel like that's one of those art styles. I mean, Wind Waker, I think, is another great example, right? Just It's like that type of style just can, like, age very, very, very well. Um, And, yeah, seeing a lot of these anime games. Uh, No, it's not this. (laughs) I'm at least a one.
4: It's a lot of videos just looking like this.
0: Dang, that's weird. Well,
2: all right. But it looks good, Mm -hmm. and that game looks good. So go get it if you want it, if that's your thing, if you love. I'm going to take one more shot at it, all right?
0: jiu-jitsu kaisen.
4: Ninety-eight <laughs> percent there.
2: God damn it! <laughs>
0: there we go. Here we go, Barrett. I put a YouTube link at the bottom of the story here. I, d- I need y'all to see this because it's we're not going anywhere. Really damn cool.
2: Ben, watch this game. Uncle Tim loves this game. It's going. Come- hey, Ben, can you say Uncle Nick? Uh, no. That's pretty good. That was eh, a good Nick. Okay, I'll give it to you.
4: <laughs> Tim, you sent me uh, three hours of flying heart backgrounds. This is what <laughs> this is what I was sent. <laughs>
0: Sorry, sorry, background. sorry. Like... Love sex stuff this Wednesday, everybody. Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, you're doing a love sex stuff
0: uh, after that? Yeah. Event? That's fun. Yeah, it should be fun. All right, send so you a know, like. You're all done? I know this is going on forever now. I feel, I feel like it's not going to be worth it, but you know what? It's this is a be. fun
2: show today. Oh, Don't it worry about it is. It, it is. is.
0: Yeah, right. look at this, dude. Yeah, this is cool. This is a PS2 game. Uh, Like,
2: Killer7, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That, that, that whole style. But, yeah, this one, I remember just being a really big deal because they were like, like, wow, video games can look like yeah, this. Yeah, they can look awesome, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so shout-out to Tulsa stuff.
2: Shout-out to that, and story number six, Ark Survival Evolved Remaster has been delayed to October. God damn it, Vin Diesel! Mm. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes in and says, The already messy situation around Ar- Ar- Ark Survival Evolved Remaster just got messier, as developer Studio Wildcard has delayed the game to October. As reported by PC Gamer in update on the Ark forum's reveal, the push to October, but no specific release date was shared. The controversial move from Studio Wildcard to shut down the original game servers has also been delayed to September 30th. The remaster, titled Ark Survival Ascended, will also receive a price reduction to $44.99, but those who buy it on day one will pay $39.99. The delay is a result of complications in working with the new engine. Quote, we found it challenging working with Unreal Engine 5.2, but at the same time, it is incredibly exciting, said Studio Wildcard in the forum's post. We're discovering new ways each day to push the technology to the next level, combined with the work needed to support a fully cross-platform moddable game ecosystem on consoles and PC. It's clear that we'll need a bit more time, end quote.
0: Interesting. You know what stands out to me here? I got some questions. Taking
2: the game offline and putting out a remaster. Version.
0: Yeah, it's so bad. Not, not, all that stuff's a bad. bad move. I also just, I want to know the strategy behind the decision of titling games. Oh, okay. Like remasters, remakes. and I'm not even talking about the, like, what's a remake, what's a remaster. Not even that. Why are they calling it Survival Ascended? Like, do you think they did, like, some focus group testing, and they're, like, just calling it remastered is not going to be good enough? Like, well, it's gone beyond Evolving yeah it's ascended yeah it just I, I think back to crash bandicoot insane trilogy why do we need to have insane in there at all It just i get that it's like cutesy and stuff but it's just like sometimes i just feel like there's just extra words that i don't know at the end of the day if they're really helping that much as opposed to just confusing things but
2: this is a great question this is, a great yeah, this is a great
0: topic is a great topic to figure out who we could talk to about it
2: know. you know what i mean yeah I got a lot of people at PlayStation. But I got to go through PR to talk to them. You know? Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, I mean Jen. Jen's out there with the kids. She's been titled games before. Yeah, Jen. I'll, I'll yell for. I'll yell. This is how Ben yells for Jen now in the morning at five. It's five fifteen sometimes. Yeah. Four fifteen. Ma! Ah. <laughs> Jen, can we borrow you real quick? Come on out. Ben's fine. There's nothing sharp around here. Andy, will watch him. Andy's got him sharp around here. Uh, you're going to sit down and you're going to explain to Tim some questions about uh, things. Uh, this is Jen from Pop Agenda. Of course, they help publish games
0: and she worked at Square Enix before that. Get up on that mic. So Jen, Hi. Yes. games get remastered a lot, right? They do. How come some games have remastered in the title but then some games get try to get cute with it where it's like Ark Survival Ascended instead of just Ark Survival Evolved Remaster or like...
1: Mm, honestly, it's because the world is your oyster. You can rename yeah. anything you want, whatever you want, when you submit your So talk build. to me
2: about then, like, games you've titled before or stuff like, you know, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to name stuff in case you <laughs> don't want to get in trouble, but you've, you've been in rooms where games get titled before. Yeah. Like, do you ever have a weird conversation about, like, not Insane Trilogy, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy versus Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, but, like, what, is, how, how, how much thought goes into the name of a game?
1: It really depends, project to project. Uh, there is some added marketing value or perceived added marketing value to make sure that people can differentiate both, even if it's just like an anniversary edition yeah. or more often than not, it's just it contains, you know content that people have played before but you bundle it so it's more attractive but it's you know th- there's degrees of remastering too it really depends how deep they go but you they can name it whatever they want it's a yeah, field in the submission
0: that's i just don't get it i just don't understand like ascended just doesn't mean things to people
1: mm, mm, so it's mm. like i am
0: with you on the like you you want to maximize the branding and the yeah, marketing yeah. of it this just i feel like adds confusion
1: it you, maybe you, it's somebody needs service? to explain to
0: you what it means yeah which, maybe like, the
1: fans know Right. The fa- I don't know what yeah I don't know what this came this coming.
0: Yeah. From. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyways. Of yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll get to the bottom of this one day everybody.
1: But that day is so
0: far away. Yes. I if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grub shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
2: Yes today, Tales from Alteria is on PC. New dates for you? None. Everybody's taking the week off. I started Mm -hmm. sending off business emails today like, oh, we're out. Am I going to write? People do that. Uh, Deal of the day says closing time. Please sing the sent. We're not doing it again. (laughs) This is truly the last call for our merch on the Rooster Teeth store, so BOGO! Buy one, get one with the code BONGOS throughout the end of the week. Remember, we have a new store at kindoffunny.com I still have to do the show. The show's almost done. It's not all done yet. Uh, we have a new store at kindoffunny.com slash store, but that means the old store at kindoffunny.com slash old store. Uh, we need to move this merch, everybody. All right? So it's, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free with the code BONGOS. Go there. And buy everything. If you don't do this, Andy has to buy it all personally, and that's going to be a problem for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we ask people watching live to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. We are, we're fine. We're good. Nothing. Nailed clear. it. Clear. We had the kind one outside. that we did earlier in the show, but that was asking because we knew we were wrong. So that's not mm-hmm. even, I don't even count that. That's a perfect game for us. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we come to you with the nerdy video game news need to know about. If you like that, write in for free over at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Of course, give us your thoughts on the news. Give us your squad up requests and then of course come watch us live twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games then you have fun you're doing it live that's great you want to watch it later youtube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe if you want to go that extra mile and support everyone here including my son He's not even two years old but Big he can't son. eat if you don't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and toss us a few bucks do you want my son to not eat Is that what you're saying right now, ladies and gentlemen, by turning your back on patreon.com slash kind of funny where you get every show ad free and you can get hundreds of exclusive episodes and you can watch us record the podcast live this afternoon. You're saying Greg's son doesn't need to eat. Now, listen, I'll be I'll be damned if you're going to shame my son for his body. All right. Think about that. All right. You all that kid looks like he's eating enough. Don't fucking think that way. All right. You think I've eaten enough? I'll let you know right now. I barely get a meal anymore because I have to give it to him. I'm like Mickey in that one thing where I'm slicing the the bean. Remember when he's like, man, it was Donald Duck. You remember this cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> they slice the <laughs> bean. They slice that bean so thin, so thin. Uh, yeah, I did the Patreon thing. Go there and do that. Um. Let's run you through the host for the week. Remember, tomorrow is Tuesday, and we are off. It is 4th of July here in the United States, so we won't be making a show. Wednesday, it'll be Blessing and Me. Thursday, it'll be Me and Tim. Friday, it'll be Tim and Me. If you're watching live, guess what? show isn't ending. We're going to do our 30-minute post-show. Andy's going to come out here and ask us all of your super chats on YouTube. So, of course, if you're on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames, toss us a super chat right now so you can be part of the post-show as we bridge to the boys' streaming some mass effect after this uh of course if you're watching live great you don't have to do anything uh if you are watching later or listening later of course you have to go watch i guess on youtube so as you're listening later go to youtube and do the thing anyways i digress for now ladies and gentlemen if you're not coming with us until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you